I am. So uh, today we'll talk about how about Flomax and kidney stones. Uh, something that's kind of fallen in favor, out of favor, gone back and forth. You see us do it sometimes and uh, kind of go over some of the science behind it. So kidney stones, a very common reason for people presenting to the ED. In fact, there's uh, over a million visits uh, a year uh, to emergency departments in America for kidney stones. Um, in people's lifetimes, about 12% of men and 6% of women will have a kidney stone at some point. Um, passage of those stones is related to several different things, including the size of the stone, the location of the stone, whether there's edema, somebody's uh, uh, own personal anatomy as well. Um, we know that uh, there's been many different medications tried for what they call medical expulsion therapy, trying to help pass the stone out, and very limited results or um, varied results as well. Flomax probably the, the best studied uh, medication and initially was heralded to be kind of a wonder drug for helping stone passage and then later seemed to get knocked down several notches and may not be helpful at all. But if you actually look at uh, the studies, most of the studies were very flawed. They were small sized, they weren't blinded, they didn't have a placebo, and so people were able to form whatever opinion they really wanted to form on it. Um, Flomax is an alpha blocker, sometimes used for blood pressure control, but it works theoretically on the distal ureter, some of the uh, alpha adrenergic receptors in the distal ureter. So there was recently a really large study done in the Annals of Emergency Medicine in January of 2016, which looked at a, uh, a cohort of 400-plus patients. It was a randomized, placebo-controlled, double-blinded study, and uh, they basically looked at 400 consecutive kidney stones, and they, their outcome was looking at you know passage of that stone at 28 days, basically a month, and the way they determined that is everybody got a CAT scan at 28 days to see if they passed it. So people either got a placebo or they got uh, Flomax, and this, this was regardless of the size of their stone. Um, the average stone in the study was four millimeters in size. Uh, it was like 80% male to female ratio, and I think the average age of the patients was like 46 years old. So when they actually looked at the data, they saw that um, uh, 87% of the people who got Flomax passed their stone, regardless of the stone size, and but 82% of the people who didn't get Flomax also passed their stone at 28 days as well. <laughs> But when they looked at this subset of large stones, like 5 to 10 millimeter stones, that's where the difference occurred. And there was 82% of people passed their stone when they had a large stone with Flomax, and only 60% did when they didn't. So the, the thought from that study was that uh, for people with a large stone, 5 to 10 millimeters in size, uh, Flomax increased the likelihood of them passing their stone and not having to undergo further urologic intervention. When they looked at side effects, which we always worry about with medications, there really was no difference in side effects. There also was a recent uh, big meta-analysis Cochrane review where they looked at all comers with stones and it trended toward benefit with Flomax. So, um, you know, you saw, probably saw us prescribe a lot of it early, prescribe less of it lately, 
and now maybe we'll swing to prescribing a little bit more again. And uh, as medicine goes, that's not unusual as the science changes that uh, things change back and forth. So just a little tidbit on Flomax and kidney stones. Perfect.